0: Hey, how you doing? How are you? What's up? What's up?
1: You can hear me now? Yeah, can you? Yes, sir, I can. Well, well, well. Welcome here to the Earl J. Brock Show. After Dark Podcast here. I am your host and truly Earl J. Brock's here. I have a special guest here along with me tonight on this actual Sunday night here. I am a co-host with me here tonight to work breakdown week three of the NFL season, Mr. Chase Prescott. How are you tonight, sir?
0: Doing great, doing great.
1: Oh, okay, that's a breakdown to the week three season of the NFL. And I was going to end up asking you, how are you feeling about the situation of week three of the NFL season? Are you? Are do you think the season as of right now is getting intense as it is?
0: Yeah, there were today. I'm going to call today the day of upsets because quite a few big, quite a few big teams took an L today.
1: Wow! So give me some upset details. I mean, I might Um, pretty much give you a few as myself here, but I'm going to let you get the floor and see which teams you think was the biggest upsets in the game.
0: Uh, first things first, how about the Buffalo Bills today? They were 17-point underdogs to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Said the, the biggest upset in 23 years in the NFL.
1: Yes, the biggest upset in 23 years. And they, have and they crushed them. Yes, as ups, yes, for the team to be as upset and Josh Allen, who get his first NFL debut as a rookie for that standard right then and there. So the Buffalo Bills upset the Minnesota Vikings. So they upset them in that game. Plus, we also figured that the Kansas City Chiefs pretty much upset the San Francisco 49ers, which Patrick Mahomes has been on fire in the first three weeks of the season. I can't call him for the MVP just yet. He just got 13 touchdowns and hasn't thrown an interception just yet. But he's actually been making some great plays down the field, down the line, right from there. Then we also end up had another upset in the living that Washington has offset the Green Bay Packers on Adrian Peterson's debut. In, and he rushed for 12 carries for 190 yards and two scores. So
0: AP's turning back the clock.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he's starting to turn back the clock, turning back the hands of time right then and there for that standard. Then the Seahawks pretty much upset the Dallas Cowboys, which is, I don't think that game shouldn't even count as an upset right then and there, even though it was an American's game of the week. That, you know, illiterate that as an upset. But my day, even though, so that made Both of my days is a lot better. So my Saints pretty much made a comeback winning against Atlanta, even though it turned out to be a high-scoring game, even though Drew Brees single-handedly beat Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons by himself generically, which we also could applaud him for getting, beating, breaking Brad Frost's record, which he only needed 14 completions to break the record for 6,300 completions in his NFL career, and he's doing this at the age of 38 years old. He only did it in less than 40. He did it in 49, 50-less games. It took Brad Farr in his NFL career to do it at 300, to throw 6,300 completions in a game, in his career, in his professional career, which is- Drew Brees got a lot on his shoulders, and he wasn't really worried about the record. He really was worried about getting the team the victory to go on.
0: That Saints offense is clicking on all cylinders right now.
1: It's just they got to fix certain things on defense, even though they are going to the New York Giants next week. So they're going to have to really really illiterate to fix that defense. They still got a lot to improve on defense to generate those. Who else do you think they, they had some more upsets in the living?
0: Uh, this game that just ended a few minutes ago, the Detroit Lions upset the New England Patriots.
1: Which in Matt Patricia became the other um, – which he becomes the former patron, defensive coordinator to beat his mentor of – Bill Belichick. Nobody couldn't beat Bill Belichick at that time when they end up going in. But now Matt Patricia became the first head coach for the Detroit Lions to ever defeat his mentor Bill Belichick. So that's another upset that was in the living.
0: Yeah, the Patriots, they were were pretty terrible tonight.
1: Yeah, they did, and they looked very, very terrible.
0: So I figured they'll They always tend to do that.
1: So while we Uh, end up yeah, going
0: back to the point of your New Orleans Saints, then the Falcons. That was I'm gonna I'm gonna say that was the game of the day.
1: Yeah, I will say that was that was an all time shootout. It was an all time shootout between them. But then also sad news about the San Francisco 49ers, even though they was playing against Kansas City and they lost to them, which and they was trying to make a comeback trail, even though they lost 38-27. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the $137.5 million man, had went down on a knee injury, and we won't pretty much will find out to the news of his... Determining because the 49ers fear that he has torn his ACL and MCL in that game today early on this afternoon, this this past afternoon. So, only thing 49ers fans can do is hold a breath and contentiously see if the injury is very major. If the injury is very major, then the San Francisco 49ers are pretty much screwed for the year. Yeah, their season
0: is basically in only,
1: only in the matter of hands of Jimmy Garoppolo. If it turns out to be bad, then San Francisco just will have to wrap the season up.
0: Yeah, they're already off to a, a terrible start with them. What are they? They're what, 0-3 now? Oh,
1: lordy, if I only could remember. I believe they are. Shoot. If I remember it, I doubt it. They might be 0-3. If They own three, then I think they will have to wrap this up because if they lose the next five, if they was if they would have lost the next five games, then their season is over. Yeah, without a doubt. Because literally, if you think about it, Chase, if you think about it from one hand of that single hand, you have to think about it. God bless the truth. So I'm gonna keep it real, keep it gutter. Because I didn't really expect this from Jimmy Garoppolo and how he ended up went down for whichever reason and for whichever high annuity it is from that part of it. I didn't really expect this to go down on Jimmy Garoppolo because that was not him for him to go down on an ACL MCL injury. And I'm saying like this, Jimmy Garoppolo is only 23, about to be 24 years old quarterback who's starting out his first year in San Francisco as a star.
0: He's got a really bright future, ahead of him.
1: yes, he has a bright future. You got a group you got a head coach in Kyle Shanahan, even though he and the was responsible for the Atlanta Falcons for blowing a 25 point lead against the Patriots in that Super Bowl game. Which he gonna say wasn't really on him and all that. It was literally was on you because you was the officer coordinator at that time. That's how you got fired. So then on to the next topic on this actual podcast after dark special here on this day here with yours truly with Chase Prescott here is that I wanted to end up asking you is that what is really is going on with the Dallas Cowboys? Which I'm not a fan of them right then and there. I want, to in a contentiously, in a shoot. What do you think is really going on with Dallas as of right now?
0: I think their offense is their main concern. They, I don't, they really, they need someone to throw the ball to. Dak is, Dak is looking quite bad so far this season.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm thinking that. He's kind of looking exoneratedly looking bad and everything else. Plus, Dallas is at the bottom three as the worst receiving call in the league, even though you got Alan Hurts from the Jacksonville Jaguars and you got Tavon Austin. What does that what what makes sense? What makes so much illiterated sense for you to end up and get those typical players in the offseason? and you know that you wasn't going to be no good even without Des Bryant nor Jason Witten. What is the cost of the alliteration? And before we even go any further down to the T of this here, I also found out literally interesting news that the Pittsburgh Steelers in them is literally working to end up the trade, making offer trades to Le'Veon Bell to go somewhere else since he hasn't reported to the Pittsburgh Steelers in these past three weeks. Yeah, that situation is crazy. Yes, because the head coach is getting fed up about the situation. Antonio Brown is getting fed up about about the situation. Juju Smith-Schuster should be getting frustrated about the situation. Offensive line plus Ben Roethlisberger. Because as of right now, Ben Roethlisberger right now, He's not playing up to his high standards. And they're playing against the red-hot Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow night.
0: Yep. Fitzpatrick, he's going to play in. He's on fire right now. So, you know, he's going to bring it tomorrow.
1: Yeah. If he breaks into the Pittsburgh Steelers, because it's like they say, I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not going to start Jameis Winston unless – Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up did something horribly bad. If he started on something hard, if he did something horrendously bad in that game right then and there, then they might be considering you know, bringing him back as a start. Because as of right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been looking good the past two weeks. And the Steelers and the Buccaneers are ending week three of Monday Night Football right then and there. Now, whoever is playing on a Thursday night football game, I'm pretty much going to be looking forward to that game. And the way how I'm going to look at that game right there, Chase, I might look at this game on Thursday. It depends on who's playing. Wait, it's the Vikings and the Rams. The Vikings and the Rams? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm watching that game. I'm watching that game. I'm going to talk about this game. Even if that game is on or not. I might go in towards on the podcast here and the podcast there to end up be literally talk about this game and how this game is going to go down on the matter of the situation. Because in the matter of the situation is, you have to feel to realize this that even though the Rams just end up beating the L.A. Chargers in the battle of Los Angeles. Off the score, I think it was 35-23. Yeah. That's what it was today. It was 35-23 that the Rams beat the LA Chargers, which is, I don't even think the Chargers should have never moved back to Los Angeles. I don't even really think that they should have never moved back there. They should have stood in San Diego. Because now the next thing you're going to feel realize is, is that the next team that's going to move next is the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders, going pretty much going to move next afterwards, which they're moving to Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, I saw that. But how about those Rams? Uh,
1: the Rams?
0: Oh, man, they're the on Rams,
1: fire. Yes, the Rams are pretty much on fire. I'm saying the Rams is all – they're clicking on all cylinders. The Kansas City Chiefs is clicking on all cylinders. Oh, the game that passed, just passed last Thursday night, was the day that Baker Mayfield made his NFL debut. That's another topic we should jump into in that conclusion right there. Baker Mayfield made his NFL debut on Thursday night against the New York Jets. And he was super, extremely sensational in that game, even though Tyron Taylor went down on a pair of knee injury, but we don't even know what his injury is. We don't know if his injury Injury is major or is minor in all that. And everybody's end up saying, should we end up live up to the Baker Mayfield or dreams hype? I'm not going to live up to that hype just yet to deceive, to determine what he's willing to do. So, I'm gonna end up give you your take on that response right then and there. What do you think that May- Baker Mayfield should do with his expectations?
0: I mean, I think I think he looked strong in his first game, and I think if he is meant to take over this team as a starter, that I don't know. I want to see what all he's got against some other competition. You know, that was the New York Jets. No disrespect, yeah. but I'm just yeah. that's just one so, game. We got to see. We got to see how the rest of the season plays out.
1: Yes, because. So that's the way how the game ended up turned out for that it did for him this past Thursday. They say if Tyron Taylor's injury is not living up to the cap- the, capabil- the capability as it is, then there's a possible chance that Baker Mayfield might start his first Sunday NFL game against the Oakland Raiders next week.
0: I think you should. I mean, even when Tyron was healthy, that offense, they still looked a little slow out there and then you know, Baker, he gives him a whole nother dimension.
1: Yes, he gave yeah, he did. And the toys gave him a whole different dimension. Even he gave a whole different de- uh dimension to to Jarvis Landry. I don't see how he and up got that ball up to Jarvis Landry. And I don't even know how Jarvis Landry made that catch between that man to the defender that had his hand up on him. That play right then and there, that was just crazy. That was just bananas right then and there. But Baker Mayfield, he did look at very, very strong playing in that game right then and there. I'm going to say that was pretty much what's his impressive performance doing like that in the regular season, doing what he did in the preseason. So every quarterback, and I would say it like this, and I gonna say it like for the standards, like the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears, I'm gonna say it, the Chicago Bears made a huge comeback. And I'm gonna tell you how they made a huge comeback. Defense. The Khalil Mack effect still continues. He is terrorizing quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, that was a that was a heck of a trade by them.
1: That was a heck of a trade, and now John Gruden is regretting it.
0: Yeah, how about Gruden. He's off to a terrible start.
1: Yes, yeah, see, there is also a worse, horrendous start. If they don't end up on fixing this somewhere down the line, you pay the man who's been away from the league for however many years. And, yes, you pay the man $10 million for 10 years. $10 million here, $10 million there, $10 million, $10 million for 10 years. A oh, man, who was really worth $100 million, and he coached both damn teams. You talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Oakland Raiders? He won a Super Bowl championship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2002. Why did he go back to the Oakland Raiders?
0: I guess he just missed coaching that bad, huh?
1: long John Gruden has end up been away from head coach I, That's all I need to know. It's been John, bur- Gruden, John Gruden, I'll say it like this, Chase, before you go any further. John Gruden has up been away from head coaching for 16 years. 16 years he's been away from head coaching. Why well, come back now? You was doing spectacularly well. You was doing spectacularly well on Monday Night Football as an analyst. Yeah. Now you gave that position to Jay- to Jason Witten. And Jason Witten is under- doing a lot better than Tony Romo is as an analyst. What's the, what's like, literally, what's the reiteration of this? If the Oakland Raiders don't fix all this, the next thing you're going to know, the Oakland Raiders organization is going to fire John group real quick. That's true. But they really can't now because you gave a $100 million in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That means you're playing for the next 10 years of his career as head coach.
0: I just saw a stat. I saw a stat go across. He's lost his last seven games as a head coach. Says the oh. longest streak of his career.
1: Oh, Jesus. Lord oh, Jesus. Repeat that again because how many games did he lose as a head coach?
0: He's lost seven in a row.
1: Seven in a row as a head coach? Yes, sir. Since when?
0: That's, uh, I guess, dating back to, what, O oh, two. 2 <laughs> Oh, my God. And he's 0-3 this season, so off to a
1: terrible start. So the, so you, so let me, so let me end up illiterate this for you, Chase. With a straight face, this man lost seven consecutive games since 0-2, Ever since coaching, he's 0-3. Which really, I don't even know what the Oakland Raiders' record is. I don't even know if they is 0-3. Yeah, they are. They is. Yeah. So the Oakland Raiders is on 3 and this man has lost seven straight consecutive games. Yes. Head Since he was head coaching in 2002? Yes. Did back in 2002? <laughs> oh, my Lord, here. John Gruden should never be coaching right now. <laughs> it's worse enough that his brother Jay Gruden is doing it with the Washington Redskins. It's worse enough. That's true. It's worse enough for the matter of hands right now, because the reality of the situation. I'm saying this to all NFL fans right then and there, especially myself as a Saints fan right then and there. Everybody should not in the toss deserve all this, because the last time I'm gonna say it like this, the last time, Jay Gruden, John Gruden has went to be the, the most second graded head coach to ever coach a team in the professional career of 2 never went back to the same team this time just this the second time he went back to the Oakland Raiders the Oakland Raiders the team if you really going to make sense you could have went back to you could have went back to being head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You might have, would have gave us nightmares for for years. Yeah. You might have gave us nightmares for the next ten years. But you choose to go back to the Oakland Raiders, a Oakland Raiders team that you beat in two thousand and two. What Super so Bowl that was back in two thousand two, Chase? I might have forgot right now. I'm sorry, I forgot. It was Super Bowl something. It was in 2002. I think Rich Gannon was playing one of the worst horrendous football games in the Super Bowl era. One Sack, he made one Sack look good during that 2002 Super Bowl game in a 45-28. I'm saying to myself, I said, Jesus, Rick. That game right there and there was just horrendous.
0: Yeah.
1: I told my uncle to them. I said, oh, cut this game off right now. My uncle said, why? I said, look at the scoreboard here. I said, look at the scoreboard. Oh, before we even go further, um, Chase, I got news on Bleachers Report that Grok was threatened to retire. Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. It says Gronkowski said he would quit if the Patriots have threatened him to the Lions. Brady is my quarterback. I'm not going anywhere else.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that that uh they almost had a trade go through. I think it was on draft night to send him to the Lions, but Yes. It fell through.
1: Yeah, like that trade – if that trade would have went on in that process right then and there, Tom Brady might have called it quits for his career. I'm serious. He would have had to call it quits. Yep. Well, Gronkowski might would have called it quits because he ain't going to go to Detroit.
0: If things don't turn around this year for the Patriots, this could be it for Tom.
1: Tom should have been called this quits. Tom was supposed to call this quits after he won that Super Bowl against Atlanta. Maybe he should have. He should have made a call quits right then and there.
0: He did make it back there the
1: next year, though, so I mean. I made it back the next year. You let a young Philadelphia Eagles team by the name of Nick Foles and that defense and up obliterate you. You let them obliterate you to the highest bidder which in that game turned into a high-scoring game. Yeah. The defenses, both defenses wasn't even playing that well. They wasn't playing well at all. Y'all was letting each other's offense shredding y'all de- each other's defense. Philly's defense was getting shredded by Tom Brady. Hadrian's defense was getting shredded by Nick Foles. What does that tell y'all then?
0: tells me that uh, today's NFL has turned into offensive shootouts.
1: Oh, offensive shootouts. Just like the Saints and the Falcons, this game turned into an offensive shootout. Even though Matt Ryan ended up throwing five touchdowns, he had decency six. Drew Brees had five total touchdowns. He went, ran for two on the ground and threw three in the air without an interception in sight. He, threw a, he did not throw an interception in sight. Matt Ryan didn't even throw an interception on sight. The next time the Saints and the Falcons ain't gonna play against each other, they're not gonna see each other until Thanksgiving. Well that's the next time that's the next time these two gonna see each other is on Thanksgiving, and the Saints is going to be at home. Do you know how complicated and difficult that's gonna be for the Falcons to play as at home on Thanksgiving?
0: It feels like every time those two teams match up, though, they put up a good game.
1: Yeah, and normally the Saints and the Falcons and normally play two weeks two weeks after that week. They normally play two weeks after this game that just passed. Yeah. But now Thanksgiving is, let me see, how many months? Well, it's a month and I forgot how many weeks right now. Because Thanksgiving right now is going to be on the, November 22nd.
0: So a little under two
1: months. Yes, about a little bit under the next 60 days that the Saints and Falcons are going to meet each other again. And the sad part is that that Atlanta got to go to to New Orleans on Thanksgiving Day. Do you know how much of a crowd capacity that's going to get for Atlanta? Do you know how complicated that's going to be for Matt Ryan to call plays? It's going to be electric. And that electrical dome itself, and then on top of all that, the Saints have got to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now how that game is going to turn out. Who knows?
0: Huh? said, so who knows that the way the Steelers are playing right now, they could fall off the wagon completely if they don't get it together.
1: I think, they, I think to the point as it is right now, Chase, I think they're starting to fall off the cliff right now because literally I think it, it's, it's starting to make sense that if you look at it from the alliteration and the moral perspective of how the situation of the game is turning because look at it from the other end. Look at it from the alliteration. How kind of still is a plane? It went from a tie to they lost to the to they lost to the Chiefs by Patrick Mahomes throwing six touchdowns last week.
0: Their yeah, defenses. Their defense. Is, they defense
1: uh, let me say this right now, Chase. Their defense has not been the same since Ryan Shazier has went down on that neck injury. That's true. They have not, and I'll tell you how they haven't went down on that engine. I will tell you how I will say they are some great analysts around the network. I'm not going to mention names. If I hear one more person Talk to me or said to me or making excuses on that the Pittsburgh Steelers need a pass or catch a break, I am going to lose it. I'm going to illiterate you why. I don't know what a defense is ranked. I don't know what an offense or what a defense is ranked that tall. I can tell you right now it looks bad. It's already looking bad as running backs calling it. It's already looking bad for Ben Roethlisberger. It's already looking bad for Antonio Brown. All because Le'Veon Bell wants a high contract like Antonio Brown. It doesn't work like that. You shouldn't have dealt with all this during the NFL business process, during the off And if you would have did all this for whichever reason and for at high clout annuity, let me in a... Let me alliterate this for you and let me end up taking this from the prospects for saying, Don't you fail to realize is that most of these players, all these are brothers, you should have been saying to yourself, Am I really worth? I should be saying, he should have been saying, Let me Bell should be saying to himself, I should be worth this amount of money because I'm your best running back slash slot receiver slot receiver as a running back. But you didn't do all this. I understand that a football running back wants his money for whichever reason and for whichever standard clout of that game. I said this to myself. Le'Veon Bell should let all this fly. He should have let all this fly for whichever reason right then and there. And everything else goes down to it. And that was my stand. That is how I inter- looked at it, and this is how I alliterated it. And the way I was trying to look at scoreboards and how could I remember them, I forgot how I'm alliterate them. All I those some teams won and some teams lost. only thing I could only remember was the Redskins beat the Packers, by two scores. Rams end up beat the Chargers, 35-23. Chiefs beat the 49ers, 38-27. Saints beat the Falcons in overtime, 43-37. Ravens won to the Broncos, 27-14. The Panthers beat the Bengals by 10. And I didn't forget the other scores down the line.
0: We the Titans, the Jaguars,
1: 9-6. to That was a pretty boring thing. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. That that scoreboard kind of reminded me of LSU and Alabama back in 2011, seven years ago. Yeah. That score kind of made me look sick. <laughs> And I had the Jacksonville Jack to beat Tennessee. But I was dead wrong again.
0: I thought they would have too, but Tennessee grinded it out in a pretty
1: old-fashioned yeah. defensive yes. You talking about grinding this out without Marcus Mariota and you had Blaine Gabbard for the Tennessee Titans. Really? Blaine Gabbard, he ended
0: up getting hurt like halfway through and uh, Mariota had to come in.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. But
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I believe This it- is not worse. I think it was at halftime. Tennessee had negative one passing yards.
1: So Hold that- up! Hold up! Time out. Did you just end up to say that they had a negative one in pass yards?
0: Yeah, I can't remember if it was at the end of the first quarter or at halftime, but it was one of the two, and they had negative. Oh
1: my! Oh my gosh! No! 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 And no! Chase, I don't know if you're pulling my arm right now. If you're telling
0: me that, I'm telling you the truth.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah! was it that bad?
0: Yeah, they're a pretty. Their offense is pretty terrible.
1: I mean, when they have Marcus Mariota, they don't look that terrible.
0: I don't know. I guess because he's still a little banged up or something, but I don't know. They they're not that exciting of a team to watch. I'll tell you that,
1: man. Okay, how did you think that the Tennessee – how did you think that the Houston, uh, Texas, and the New York Giants played today?
0: I don't know. I'm seeing uh, Deshaun Watson's struggling to find his touch early this season. Houston struggling what? so
1: far. Well, how about the Giants? Uh,
0: Saquon's looking pretty good so far. If uh, that offensive line can hold up for Eli, I, th- I think they'll be okay. I don't okay. know, I don't know if they'll be a playoff contender, but I think they'll be all right.
1: Hmm. So, here's the thing. For the NFC East, who do you have to win the division and who is your who you think is your wild card?
0: I Think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take the division
1: and who's your wild card team uh, out of the East? Out of the East? Out the NFC East? Well, I'll start. For, well, let's just start from the NFC. Let's just end up to start from the AFC, really. Then we gonna end jump a cake all down in the NFC. Who also, the? Uh, who who uh, you think in the AFC North? Which team you think is gonna win the AFC division in the North on the North side? Who you think should win, the, who should win the AFC North, or who is your wild card? I don't know. That
0: division is sort of up in the air right now. I mean, the Steelers are looking pretty bad, but I, I feel like they can turn it around possibly. Um, let's see. The you got the Ravens and the Bengals. Both of them are at two and one, and wow. who who knows what to expect from the Cleveland
1: Browns. Hmm. So we got the Steelers. Okay.
0: That, that division's a toss-up right now. I, I'm, I'm still going to favor the Steelers though.
1: Okay. How about the AFC South? You talking You got the Jags, you got Tennessee, you got the Colts, and you got the Texans. Right now, I had in the beginning of the season. Spider Jacksonville did play decent last season and there was an upset shocker in the AFC South and they won it and now they're defending that. So if I'm right or wrong, if the the Texans nor the Colts nor the Titans don't fix their situations during the process of the early season – I think the I think the Jaguars might win the division twice. Cause you don't really see the Jacksonville Jaguars having won a AFC South Division title twice. Yeah,
0: I think the Jaguars are for sure the favorite and plus right now I mean they have a really good defense and Leonard Fournette, if they get him healthy again, they'll be they should be clicking pretty good.
1: Yeah, but you gotta fix Blake Bortles in that situation.
0: Yeah. Cause, I can't believe
1: because really the defense of Jacksonville is bailing Blake Bortles out games. knowing one Bortles came and get himself out of games himself. So yeah,
0: he's to improve his game.
1: So if you say the Jaguars won the all uh, the division, which team winning the which team who you have as a wild card
0: out of that division? I guess I guess the Titans.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to figure that because I really did have Houston because I was thinking Houston was going to make a comeback trail with Watson coming back and J.J. Watt was coming back for surely. Well, but that's how it's going to be. Um, Next one is the AFC East. We all pretty much going to know. We all know that the New England Patriots is struggling as it is right now. I still end up having the Patriots winning the AFC East. Yeah, so Ooh, far man. in
0: the so far in exactly. the East, you got the Dolphins. They're three and zero, and the Patriots, Bills, and Jets are all one and two. So I still think the Patriots will pull it out, but uh, the Dolphins are certainly playing really good right now.
1: Yeah, they yeah, is. They started playing out this season very, very well, though. If they keep the thought, then the Dolphins could pretty much could be a potential upset.
0: Sort of underrated team, too.
1: An underrated team. An underrated team who is 3-0. Yeah. Right now. Then we have the AFC West, which I forgot who was in the AFC West.
0: Uh, let's see, we got the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders.
1: Oh, let me see.
0: With the the Chiefs are three and O so far in the year. The Broncos are two and one. The Chargers are one and two, and the Raiders are 0 and three.
1: Oh no, Jesus.
0: So at the so, moment, so. with the way that Chiefs offense is playing them, I'm, I'm gonna take them out of that division.
1: So you think uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So you're calling the Kansas City Chiefs to win the division. Uh, who is your wild? Who would be your wild card?
0: I'll take uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers.
1: You're taking the L.A. Chargers to be as a wild card team.
0: I mean, if you want me to pick one out of that division, it's not very good. But yeah, I, I would I would give it to them. Yeah, I
1: I pretty much will. I can really, uh, I will agree to that standard. If the Kansas City Chiefs keep this up. Because you know how Kansas City can be... They could ride up so high, off the, ride so much off the top of the mountain, and then somehow they can fall right down. Yep. They can fall right down somewhere in the middle of the season, and some things can change real quick. Because... I asked my former co-worker this, and he said he wasn't making predictions until week six and seven on determining which team is very serious on winning games and who will jump and make the postseason. So your division winners, you saying is Steelers, um, Jaguars, Patriots, and Chiefs. Yes. So you saying that's your four division winners? Depends on records. That's what I'm how going. Yes. Yeah, so how many wins you giving the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh,
0: I think they can still pull out ten or eleven.
1: Yeah, I was going. I was pretty much. I was giving the Steelers a left. I was going to give them an eleven and five season. If not. By, t- by week six and seven, I'm only gonna give them ten. If they don't fix the situation before week six and seven comes in, I'm giving the Pittsburgh Steelers ten wins, and they only gonna win the division by a threat I- me. Um, Jaguars, how many wins?
0: Uh, I'll give them. A- I
1: can't give Jackson- I can't give Jacksonville. 12 or 13 wins.
0: I'll give them 10.
1: I give, yeah, I give them 10 wins in that predicament. So so you said Pittsburgh 11 wins, Jacksonville 10. I'm going to give the Patriots, I will give the Patriots a 12 and 4 record. I can't give them 14 wins this year. I would give them 12 and 4 this year.
0: So if you think they're gonna go twelve and four, that means right now they're what one and two right now.
1: They're one and two right now. But if they manage to fix the situation or what they're doing, then they probably can win between twelve and fourteen wins. They might get 12-14 wins this season. For for right now until something happens in week six and seven, I'm gonna give them twelve. I'm gonna give them a twelve and four record for right now. All right. Um NFC AFC West. How many wins for Kansas City? I'm going to say 13. You giving them a 13 and 3 record?
0: Yeah, I think they're capable. That offense is the best in football right now. They can wow. Im- they can improve that defense. They're going to be a Super Bowl contender, my prediction.
1: Oh, Lord Jesus. I wouldn't call them Super Bowl contenders right now because here's the issue. Kansas City hasn't been in the Super Bowl in I don't know how many years. So, so, okay.
0: It's my hot take of the day.
1: Oh, yeah, that could be a hot take of the day. Okay. The NFC, now we all can end up towards moving to the NFC North when the NFC division We all know we got the NFC North, South, East, and West. Who who is your – who do you think should win the NFC North? Because we got the Packers. We have the Vikings. We have – The Bears and the Lions. Huh? The Bears and the Lions. The Bears and the Lions. Lions. So, who is your division winner in the NFC North? And who is your wild card team in that division and why?
0: I'm going to take uh, the Green Bay Packers to win the division because mm. of one man. And that man's name is Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I'm going to take the Vikings as my wild card.
1: mm mm, mm.